Kevin Smith and his wife, Jen Schwalbach, have traveled the globe, selling out theaters left and right. The Secret Stash now proudly presents One Sold-Out Night in London, available on vinyl, as in that thing you put on a turntable. Plus one, Murica. Crank up some goddamn funny storytelling, recounting the night that one of Smodko's royal family OD'd on weed. Pick up Plus One, Murica, in regular or limited autographed editions, available exclusively on jandsilentbob.com. Here are the latest dates to catch a live Smodco show, courtesy of csmod.com. July 19th, HBO gets geeky at the House of Blues in San Diego during Comic-Con. The super groovy cartoon movie invades Louisville, Kentucky on July 24th, Austin on the 25th, and on the 26th, Kevin Ralph skewer the celebs with HBO at the Hollywood Improv. The groovy movie makes a return engagement to L.A. at the New Beverly on July 27th. And looking ahead to August, the animated tour makes a pit stop in Richmond on August 24th, in Charlotte, North Carolina on August 25th. And on September 14th, the groovy cartoon movie invades Montreal Comic Con. Remember, ticket links to all of these dates can be found at csmod.com. Well, turn it down, Scott. Is it right there? Hey, I think so. I think that's spot? yours. Hold on. I'm Instagramming? I am. You can follow Scott on Instagram at... Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> uh, welcome to Phoebe number uh, 20? Oh, I have no idea. I think it's 20. Are we that high yet? I think so. In In one year. <laughs> <laughs> We've done twenty. Is it been a year? I feel like it's when been is a year, your right? Anniversary. I don't know. We should have had a party. <laughs> just us. <laughs> just us. <laughs> us and a cupcake with Has a uh, candle in it. I don't know. I could. T- I could. The internet will tell us. The internet knows everything. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna just double check right now. Looking it up. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Scott. 20 is a landmark 20, on some level. Yeah, 20 is definitely a landmark. Let me look here. Phoebe. Did we start the show? Is that okay? We can start the show, yeah, sure. Uh, Phoebe number 20. Phoebe. I really need to know when we first started the podcast. When was the first one? I'll tell you. Had I started my new job? I think we started before you start. Yeah, we started before you started turkeying. It's been over a year then. We're not. We're we. That's how March twenty sixth, two thousand twelve was the first feed. So it's been a year and a, a year half. and well, a year and a few months. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on twenty. A year in three months. We're gonna. Fu- I mean, soon enough. Uh, like, that's more than one a month. Is it by like no, <laughs> one? <laughs> no, we had a good run. We, we had a, we had a like there run. was a there was a stretch like. September, yeah, got, October, where we're doing one a week. Yeah, we we blew it out. We were yeah, we good. really killed it. Uh, yeah. God, we were amazing then. Yeah, I mean, we were so good. Go back and listen to those. <laughs> yeah, that was the, those are the salad. That days. was our heyday. Yeah. The golden years of Steve. <laughs> 
golden years. We should just do a clip show. Oh, should we? Like, remember yeah. when we were talking about? <laughs> do you remember? Has anyone done a clip show podcast show? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been a, a thing that's been done. Fuck. Uh, Let's be original. Well, we can't be because no, there are that's no original ideas. That's <laughs> <laughs> not our show. Our show is not that's to not be original. Um, what? So a lot's happened to us since, uh, and by that I mean we just. It's been last podcast we did was June fourth. Was it? That's the last time we did a podcast. June fourth, two thousand thirteen. Wow. That was Phoebe nineteen. Fix a flat. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> wow. I thought it was. It's, it's everything's going by so quickly. My yeah. life is going by really quickly. Your life is going by very quickly. I would say since since that podcast, you've probably been home for a total of six days. I don't even know if I've been home that many days, but yeah, yeah, I haven't been home that much. Right, and we were both in Texas last weekend, but I was working. Yep, and you were working. Yep, and we didn't get to we see each close. other. We were close. So, we were three hours apart, guys. We felt each other. It was, it was going to be a magical situation that never happened. We probably could have met in the middle. Yeah, somewhere. we probably easily could have done it. Whatever's in between Dallas and Austin. <laughs> I don't know. If there's, I mean, there's got to be something. But a then, truck stop. Then, then we'd have to rent a car. It'd be a whole thing. Well, I have a car. Well, I'd have to rent a car. You'd have to rent a car. Yeah. We could have met at like a truck stop. Oh, we should have done a truck stop, Phoebe. I got a hand job. We almost, from each other or from just a trucker? No, I would not. You know, I'm sure there's like, what are they called? Lot lizards or whatever? I don't know. Have you ever Is that a name of? for the lot lizard? Yeah. Well, I'm familiar with the phenomenon. I didn't know they had a name. I thought lot. Li- I thought they were called lot lizards. Okay, like girls who give. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's more than a hand job. I mean, you never know. You I mean, I'm sure there's some trucker who's just like. What if they're I, all? I don't want your mouth on me. <laughs> what if they're all like uber Catholic and they're like, I'll just, I'll just give you a hand job. <laughs> it's like Catholic. <laughs> yeah, it's a Christian. You know, they're yeah. just like, look, we only give hand jobs. Christian Mingle. I found out this the last week. Christian Mingle and J Date, owned by the same company. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I, I wonder if they phenomenal. have like a, a a a Muslim one. They have they own a bunch of niche, or is that too, is that controversial? Am I gonna is somebody no. gonna try to kill Why me? Why would that be controversial? It <laughs> it's a religion. <laughs> you can also have a dating service, I guess, right? Well, my point is like if those guys are gonna go for it, go for it. Yeah, well, they do. I mean, there's like a there's a particular like there's they do uh, one for for black people. There's one for Scientologists. Uh, I think Scientology. Is it some dating service? Dating service happening? Internal. Once your thetans get up to a certain level, you're automatically enrolled in the uh, okay the, in the dating program. I wonder if they do have their own like social network. Oh, they must, right? Like they're not on Facebook, right? They're on they're on Satanverse or oh, I love it. If they're whatever. not, we should make it. We should go pitch it to. Yeah, them. we're like we don't want to. Don't touch we don't want us. any part don't of your touch religion. Us. <laughs> don't talk to us <laughs> yeah. except to give us a yes yeah. <laughs> and a lot of money. Hear us out, Thetanverse. Thetanverse. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter about copyrights because no one else is going to know what's yeah, going on. So it's not don't worry for about public it. consumption. You want to put on something on YouTube? That, Facebook. Yeah. Face, yeah. Facebook. I love it. It's perfect. Thyspace. <laughs> Which could be. Two different things. And your uh just thigh photos. <laughs> Would you go to that site? Photos of thighs? Yeah. I mean I check it out. I check it out <laughs> once. At least once. I mean would you? Oh, if somebody sent me a link to thigh yeah, face. I, I mean, you got to like look, right? You got like, to click on it. <laughs> thighs from all over the there's world. There's few there's links there's few links that I won't click on. <laughs> like 
it's really very limited number of descriptions that I will be like, yeah, I'm not going to check that out. I would definitely check that out. Yeah, thigh space. More than like foot verse or something where foot, I would be yeah, like. Yeah, foot verse. I don't understand the foot thing. Do you get it? Foot fetish? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't just, I don't just actively I don't despise, dislike yeah, I'm not a, feet. I'm like, feet are but gross. feet don't give me, I don't get erections over Yeah, feet. I get. My I wife's get, really into feet. Really? Not like pervy into feet where she like. Where she looks at my feet and masturbates. Yeah, she'll be like, like but, "Oh, Scott, you got she nice would, feet." She's when she first met me. That was like one of the things that yeah. that uh, went well. That sealed the deal in my favor. <laughs> that worked in my my feet work in my favor. Was she just waiting to get your socks off? <laughs> yeah. So are you, you going to keep your socks on? I was yeah. like, I don't know. I was gonna, but I don't know. <laughs> she's always trying to lure you to like the beach, just like yeah. lure you to places where. <laughs> Public showers. <laughs> I just love when you wear sandals. <laughs> Do you wear sandals often? I'm wearing them now. He's or not kidding. Flip-flops. He's not kidding. He's not or kidding. Flip-flops. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. flip flops and sandals are the I'm same. I'm like thing, really man. into like cheap. These are like ten dollar flip flops. That's got to be nice. I don't like fucking those. Really like. I don't like the ones that are like. I tried those ones where it's like you know. You can hike it. That was real, like, they clamp around your foot and all that shit. I like the Tevas? Yeah. Or Tevas? That doesn't fly for me. Yeah. I'm not a sandal guy. I don't care for it. I just feel like what? It's not that I don't want my feet exposed. I just, I I feel like my feet get sweaty, and that's why I enjoy socks. So I want, I don't, and I cannot be the guy that's wearing socks and sandals. (laughs) You could be. I don't want to be that guy. There's already enough about me that would make you think I'm that guy. Like at a Dave Matthews concert, and you look down. Oh my god! No, but so here's what's happened since uh, since June fourth. Okay, uh, with you? Or are you going to say tell everyone what's happening with, with you, me. Scott? Okay. Uh, tell everybody what I've been up to. Scott's been uh, working a lot. Uh, really, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all I've been. That's not. We true. were going to do a uh, we were going to do a July fourth uh, airport pickup podcast that. Uh, Scott, yes, we were Scott supposed to do that. Scott wasn't able to come home. He had to stay back. At the last in minute, I canceled. I had to cancel. I didn't cancel because of that. I had to work, so I had to stand out. But I'm going to tell you guys listening, it's probably going to happen eventually. Scott and I will record a podcast when I pick him up from the airport. Yeah, it's going to be like a revolutionary thing that that'll people, be us being original yeah. although we've already talked about somebody else could hear it and then do it yeah and then we or someone else has already done it Someone's i don't already know. Done it. i mean essentially it's a podcast in a car i mean isn't that what jerry seinfeld does i don't know what he doesn't does. he like drive around a car with comedians riding isn't that his show riding in cars with comedians i don't know is I think, it, I is, it, it is. A, is it a i think it's like a web show slash podcast i think it is i haven't there's is there a video component mm-hmm Oh. He straps a couple of GoPros to his to his vintage Porsche. Oh yeah, drives around drives with Chris around. Rock. Huh? Yeah, or Larry David, or other people, other comedians, other comedians, not us, not us, not us yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, someday we'll make it. No, probably not. Uh, I got... I'm going to say that I will not end up on Jerry's hunt. So. <laughs> I'll go out on a limb and say, me too. <laughs> I mean, I think you have a better chance than me. Yeah. If I was going to bet, I would bet money on you sure. rather than me. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose the the odds are in my favor, but because you're a comedian. Also, if like it was the field versus me and you individually, I would take the field. You take the what? The take what? the field. Anybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, anybody in the field. <laughs> anybody but us. Yes, that's my money. Any but uh, anyone other than us? Did I? But but you're above me because you're a comedian. You yeah. go out on stage and make jokes. I do. I do. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I'll be doing that at Comic Con. If you're at Comic Con this 
this uh this year. year. Uh we're doing a live nerdist show on Saturday and uh we're do I'm doing a stand up show at the American Comedy Club, I believe it's called in San Diego, Wednesday night. I don't know what time that is, but it's a night. It's also not posted anywhere, but it's real. if you were to go, you'll you be would there. see me delivering hilarious anecdotes just life in general Scott. <laughs> you uh, know what drives me crazy <laughs> uh i went to vegas in june nice uh and for the first time in my life won quite a bit of money oh really yeah I did had, you bet quite a bit of money uh at times at that's times kind of i was betting you won a lot of money yeah at time uh, the most i bet in one hand was six hundred dollars and that's how you make money in Vegas. You gotta yeah, you bet big. You gotta bet big. Yeah, I, I I really felt like when I was down there, I mastered roulette. Yeah, yeah. I so like to the point where like they had to take my social security number. Really? Yeah. yeah. So they came up so to you and they're like, "Congratulations!" What I'm gonna be winning? Yeah. Well, I was I was playing. There's a particular kind of roulette situation I enjoy a great deal, and they have it at a few casinos, and it is a uh, real wheel. Uh, with computer betting, so everybody like hits the thing and then the wheel spins and drops the ball. Gotcha. So you like the analog? So I like. Digital yeah, I love it. I love the combination. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, so I bet a bunch of money and then I I won a big pot and then it said uh, hand payout and then a guy came over and was like, "Need your license and social security, oh, social number. security number." And then I for some reason just and then he tased you and no for some reason I just so quickly I so quickly. Handed in my license to my social security <laughs> number. I didn't ask any <laughs> questions. He looked at him and he was wearing Tevas and a fucking <laughs> yeah, t-shirt. Like, like, thanks. Yeah, sure. That sounds legit. Yeah, you can have. Yeah, it. you can have. Yeah, it, of course. Are those Tevas? Are those comfortable? <laughs> those I can't wear my feet. Sweat too much. That's I would so never crazy. do that. But anyways, thanks. Here How you doing? <laughs> here's a blank check. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, some nude photos. Here's of my, my address. <laughs> this is Kiki. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at her labia. Isn't it amazing? Wow. <laughs> Is it? Uh, <laughs> no, but it's uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And then uh, I ate at uh, I ate at two of the three Gordon Ramsay establishments in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah, uh, Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill in Caesar's Palace, which Gastro is a new pub. It is a gastropub. That's some sort of the thing. Uh, Fancy will... pub food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing with that: uh, very good burger. Great cocktails, uh-huh. soggy fries. I was very disappointed in the soggy like fries situation. I feel like they were just reheated from earlier. That and I think that if Gordon Ramsay was already yeah, thrown it, in the he would have thrown it in the, the face. Yeah, thrown it in the face. Yeah, and be like you fucking twat. Yeah, yep. He would have fired whoever was on the fryer. That's not good. Yeah, but otherwise it was delightful. I didn't care for the uniforms people were wearing. <laughs> it was a weird situation, like a. Uh, I would describe the uniforms as like a like a the dudes are in like Brit punk kind of outfits like overalls with studded belts. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about? Like skinny yeah, jeans, black skinny jeans, and the and the girls are in these super tight uh, graphic dresses that have like the queen's head and like a bunch of other stuff like a like the like the in the, like the liner notes from a Clash album or something Sounds like upsetting. that. Yeah, and a lot of the girls. I, I I felt bad for them having to wear that because I was like, that's not particularly flattering. You'd look good in a nice blouse, but not in yeah. That. yeah. You should go for a blouse. You should go for a blouse. <laughs> you should go for a blouse, eh? 
Hey, you ever tried a blouse? <laughs> you ever thought about something loose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if form fitting is necessarily the way to go for you, but that's all right. I mean, you have a form, but it doesn't need to be fitted. <laughs> hey? <laughs> Sorry. Your Canadian is... It's great. It's amazing. It's number one. It's almost like it's I close my eyes Canadian. and I'm in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll be in Montreal uh, in two weeks or a week. Fuck yeah! Where so. are you gonna? Are you gonna go? Uh, gonna go to vinyl? <laughs> are you gonna go to the vinyl bar? God damn it! I'm just gonna you. have memories. You should go to. I'm uh, gonna go to that place that you ate by yourself, by pied. myself. <laughs> Au pied de cochon. Au pied de cochon. I uh, my uh, friend of mine was just there and he went and he said it was it's pretty epic. The food's yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, back to epic, amazing food in Vegas. Yeah, so the so second the pub fair pub fair was soggy fries. Soggy fries, which I put if it down. If you're listening, Gordon Ramsay, yeah, I was not. You should go fucking. I was not happy with that. Somebody, uh, but that night we had dinner reservations for uh, Gordon Ramsay steak. Okay, where the winner of Hell's Kitchen last year is now the, the executive, executive chef, chef Christina. Uh, she was there at the pass expediting, uh, and uh, I will say. Probably the best meal I've ever had in my life. Really? I got we well, got that's, that's no seriously. We got the we got the Hell's Kitchen tasting menu. Okay, which is it was one hundred and forty. Here's what I'll, three of us, three people: me, Bernardo, and uh, my buddy Jerry Duggan, who writes Deadpool. If you're up there, read Deadpool. They just released the graphic novel of it, so you can catch up pretty easily. Uh, Bernardo, we went to the Foundry with. Yep. So you know these people anyway. Uh, listeners, here's what we did. We had we got the tasting with three people. Gordon Ramsay steak. How much do you think the bill was? Three grown for, men for a tasting menu. A tasting menu. Are maybe, you doing a wine pairing? Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody got a wine pairing. Maybe, maybe we had some cocktails. Maybe we got a couple other side situations happening. So you have additional stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. I don't know. Six hundred bucks. $647 for three people. <laughs> it was epic. But I will say this. It's uh, the best meal you've ever the had. The tasting menu was amazing. So starts with an amuse-bouche of a scotch egg. Uh-huh. Scotch quail egg. Wow. All right? All right. Delicious. Very delicious. We got an appetizer separately. We got pan-seared foie gras. Okay. Uh, with like a little uh, cranberry. When you go to Pied de Cochon, it's like foie central. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You can fucking kill yourself. Oh, you could you could gorge yourself, pass out on foie. I'm looking forward to it. Lots of foie. I really am looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, the pan-seared foie gras was amazing. The uh, uh, This little spring salad, which was pretty good. Transitional. Yeah. Risotto. Heavy. Scallop risotto. Okay. Great. Okay. Not overcooked. Not overcooked. Properly cooked. <laughs> not crunchy. Not mush. <laughs> it was excellent. And uh, and um, then the the main course, of course, beef Wellington. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's beef Wellington. God, it's so cooked good. properly. Cooked amazingly. It was fantastic. I loved it. And for dessert, uh, which I think is pretty much available at almost every Gordon Ramsay restaurant. So if you ever go to one. The sticky toffee pudding. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so, so good. Plus, uh, still my favorite martini I've ever had, which is the English martini over there at Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill. Wow. I mean, not Pub and Grill. Gordon Ramsay Steak. 
It's great. And it's the best meal you've ever had. Oh, that was like by top, far. top to bottom. Not by far, <laughs> but top to bottom. Excellent, excellent meal. All right. Well, no, no, no. You can't say that. That's like, oh no. either it's the best meal you ever had. Oh, top to bottom, excellent meal, best meal I've ever had. Okay. That's the rest of my sentences. You just didn't let me finish, right. Scott. I mean, why are you being a dick? <laughs> um. Well, that's good. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you go to Vegas, Scott. I won't go to Vegas. I know. I just won't the go. The food's so good, though. I know, but I won't there's go. so much good food. I don't want to go. Why not? I don't like Vegas. Food. <laughs> I know I like food, but there's food There's food places. Yeah, there are. I found a great new Italian place very close to uh, where I live. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's called uh, Franco's on Melrose. Huh. Which is bet- It's between uh, La Brea and Highland. And nice. it's like really very good pasta. Uh, the cannoli wasn't great, but the other desserts that we had were really, really good. Hmm. Bread's nice and warm. I recommend it. I have not been, uh... Three people. What do you think the bill was for there? For Franco's? Yeah. <laughs> is this the new this game? This is the fun game. Guess that like, bill. Guess how much the bill was for three people there. Three people at Franco's. Delicious. Uh, appetizers? Delicious gourmet pasta. Two appetizers. Two appetizers. Yep. To share. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then three entrees. Mm-hmm. Three, three desserts. desserts. Um, cocktails, wine, beer. Uh, they're working on getting their liquor license. Okay, so no cocktails, wine, or beer. Right. But an excellent selection from the espresso bar. Um, 123. You're very good at this game. <laughs> You're very good at this game. <laughs> it was $115. <sighs> with no change. With no change. Which I loved. It's my favorite thing. When, it's I, a when you number. get a receipt and it's to the zero, I'm like, yeah. All, everything should be rounded. I agree. I agree. Get rid of the fucking goddamn coins. You hear that, America? Fuck and world? Coins. <laughs> it's just psychological. Wait, wait, what? If you just get rid of, if everything's rounded down, yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the year, mm-hmm. you, you, it'll be, you'll, you'll basically break even. Because certain things are going to be rounded up and certain things are going to be rounded down. You're fine. It's fine. Just get rid of the change, people. Like, let's just get rid of it. So what you're... Like, get rid of fucking pennies. Like, why the fuck... It costs so much money. To mint a penny. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah, it really is. It's the most insane thing in the world. How much... Let's see how you much You should it costs. not produce anything that's value is less than how much it costs to make it. Are you hearing that, Hollywood? All right. <laughs> Cut those that's why this down. is free. That's, <laughs> why, that's why this show is free. I'm going to look up right now. How much does a penny cost to mint? I think it's almost like it's it's like it's 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 a lot. I know that you you should just look as opposed to me saying. All right. Snopes.com, who has the, all the answers we all seek. Uh, let's see. A lot of uh, text to just give me one answer. Is it a buck? Uh, no, 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 no. God, fuck you, Snopes. You should be more. It is true that it costs more than a penny to make a penny. That's all. Uh, as of the late 2000s, it took about 1.26 cents to make a penny. Uh, Who the fuck wants to pay a dollar? As of 2011, it costs 2.41 US cents to make a penny. It's go- It's only going to go up, people. 
Wow. So Who the, the fuck wants a penny? The face value of a penny is it's one and a half more times <laughs> to make it. Yeah. Or is it two and a half times? It's two and a half two times. Two and a half times. Holy shit. Yes. You know what we got to do is start hoarding pennies. <laughs> Are you listening, America? <laughs> Get the pennies. Go to the bank. Hand them a dollar. You've made yourself a dollar forty-one in pennies. Yeah, no, get dollars or back. Yeah. So if you, if I but say, the value. If is... I say, give me a hundred pennies. Yeah. Right. I'll okay. take them. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. And then I secretly go melt them down. And then make more pennies. And then I'm like, and then sell them back to the metal. government. Look at this copper situation I have. It could be. I mean, that's the. I mean. It's a fucking conspiracy of the copper industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Phoebe's Spiracies with Scott and Matt. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense anymore. It is really kind of the most. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense. It's insane. It's like I mean, out of the millions of things that are insane in this country, it's like that is one that is just fucking stupid. I don't know why the uh, the. I don't know why we still have pennies. I really don't. It's, I also don't um, understand the... It's the copper lobbyist. It's it's the... <laughs> the copper lobbyist. <laughs> it is lobbyist. God damn Who's it. Who's lobbying for copper? The copper industry. Copper's already incredibly expensive. I know. And so, like, who if, if, if you have all of these things being made that require copper, it's like, why would you want them to suddenly stop? If you're the copper industry... People are stealing copper, Listen, copper pipes and shit. Dear copper industry, didn't you hear? I, I, oh yeah, like neighborhoods I, are going dark because people are just stealing. Yeah, they'll the go wiring. into their house and steal all the wiring and yeah. shit. Yeah, no, like not it's even happening that. right now. Like, what are people doing out there? Let's stop these <laughs> copper thieves. <laughs> Unless the copper thieves are working for the copper lobby. The copper lobbyists are taking it back and then they're selling it to the government. Oh to my turn into god, pennies. this is really. We just have tapped into something real here. This is investigative, <laughs> investigative journalism with no investigation. Investigative, <laughs> investigationless journalism. Investigative feed assumption. Journalism. Assumption journalism. <laughs> we are the kings of assumption journalism. Uh, but okay, yeah, so. Vegas was so fantastic. Vegas was great, great, meal. great food. The Italian place I found was excellent. Uh, Scott, what have you been up to in the month since we well, last? What have I been doing since um, we last feebed? I have. I went to a restaurant in Dallas called Driftwood, which was really good. I had a really good food there. Good fish. You ever see a restaurant in Dallas called Buttons? No, I saw it on uh, Mystery Diners last night. Huh? I haven't been there. Maybe want to go. There's a place, there's a few places I haven't hit yet. I hit a, a burger place called Maple and Motor that was pretty good. I've that had sounds a, great. It's like you just go up and order like pink or it's like a, it's like a small, it almost looks like a little bar that they converted to sell. Mm -hmm. That place is pretty good. I've had some decent tacos. Um, I've had some good barbecue. There's a barbecue place right next to us uh, in the farmer's market next to where I live called Pecan Lodge, which I haven't hit, that supposedly has really good barbecue. In Dallas? Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Did you hear the people who said he lives in Dallas? What? Scott, do you not live in L.A. anymore? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I've been there since fucking January. <laughs> yeah, you do kind of live there. I do live there. But I only got, like, I'll be back. I leave um, into this month. And then I'm in San Francisco for a few weeks at Skywalker. Are you doing the mix? Skywalker sound. 
I should go up there and watch you mix. You should. It's I amazing. Know, I know this I don't guys. fucking actually mix. Yeah, I know. Watching me watch people mix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't look at them. Just keep your eyes on me. Don't look at them. How could I take my eyes off you, Scott? It's amazing. Um, I'm up there for a bit, and then... Just the way you listen to this. of August, I'll be back. Oh, my God. And then it's like... Fucking... Feeb City. Ah. Oh. <laughs> We're just going to feeb all day long. Feeb's We're going to record five years worth of shows. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just go to a cabin in the woods. And just talk about the movie Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> and then reenact it? Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll sweet it. We'll reenact it? Yeah. We'll get some... It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. I haven't seen that movie, have you? Hey, no, I did watch it, because I've been in Dallas, I've actually been watching a bunch of stuff at night. A lot of times when I'm working, I watch stuff, which I'm sure all filmmakers are like, well, that's really disturbing that you're like working and watching the movie, but... I'm not necessarily like Cabin in the Woods or something that I'm like, not. I was just curious, so I watched it. Wait, so is that a thing? You're not supposed to be watching movies while you're making a movie? No, no like if I'm sitting there working, writing. Oh, movies, oh, like, oh. Yeah. Um, I, so I've been um, working on Freebirds, uh, been out there sort of trying to promote a band called Death. I did a Q&A at the Texas Theater, which is where Oswald was arrested. Oswald! Yeah. That was my Brian Doyle Murray That's... impression. <laughs> Oswald! I'm sure everyone's like, they've got Brian Doyle Murray on as a guest. <laughs> How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray, what do you have to say? Oswald! <laughs> um, uh, he was a great Jack Ruby. Anyway. Or Danny Aiello. Remember? There was competing... Danny Aiello was in Ruby. Right. Yeah, but I'm talking about JFK. JFK. Which is the gold standard of It's true. Of JFK's. So I did the Q and A at the Texas Theater, but the movie's been out. We just got certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> at ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. Yeah. Scott, what are you gonna wear to the Oscars? I'm gonna wear nothing. <laughs> a, um so I've been doing that. <clears throat> um what else the fuck have I been doing? That's about it. Just working a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I'm yeah. working a lot too. Finishing a uh, we're finishing a deal on um, Milius, which premiered at South by. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get that done, and then uh, a best kept secret. This other doc premieres in September on PBS, <sighs> which I was on PBS last night. You know, um, on American Masters, mm-hmm. Mel Brooks. Oh, they fucking, did a Mel Brooks. Yeah, nice, awesome. I gotta watch that. Like then. I was like I. I I need to go back and watch the whole thing. I only caught part of it, but the ten minutes I watched, I was like, amazing. It's like him and Carl Reiner, yeah. and like a bunch of people are yeah. interviewed, and like it's so good. Sid Caesar, he's amazing. Uh, well, yeah, man, we did a podcast with Mel, and it was, uh, I mean, it was just amazing. fascinating. Just fat. I mean, he's so funny. He's been around forever. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have Carl Reiner on too. Um, but the. The American Masters on Carson, on Johnny Carson, is now on Netflix streaming. Oh, it so is? So if you haven't seen that, <clears throat> I haven't seen that. I watch that, that one. That one's fucking great, too. I want to check that out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff streaming on Netflix, but uh, one thing in particular. <laughs> it's kind of the cornerstone of their business. <laughs> you know, just in case. FYI, everybody, there's a lot of stuff I remember streaming on Netflix. What was, the first, what was the first time you signed up for Netflix? My wife did, and when it was just pure DVD. Yep. 
And then uh, I have a date in my head that will probably blow you away. Okay, I mean, I'm not really. Are you ready? I mean, unless it's before it existed, I'm not. Nineteen ninety-eight. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow, that is long. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blown away. I'm no. Are you blown away? Slightly surprised. Scott, come back. Scott, come back. He's he's <laughs> guys. He's been blown so far away. I'm not gonna reserve my being blown away for things like. First DVD, our, first DVD I got from there. Do you want to know what it was? Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, oh, I said no. No, I don't care. Oh, wait. What if it Let's wasn't 98? On. What if it was 99? It might have been 99 or 2000, actually. But anyway, in that lesson, it gets less fascinating. It gets less fascinating. <laughs> first DVD I got from Netflix was, I'm telling you for the last time, the Jerry Seinfeld stand-up special. Wow. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I don't remember. We used to get DVDs, and then um, I definitely switched over. I don't remember. What was the first thing I switched over, and I was trying to watch... It wasn't very um, reliable at first. Netflix was, yeah, the, the streaming was uh, really not great. It took a while. Yeah, before they could do HD. Um, Founded in 1997. I've They're, been watching, um, we're almost done with um, the Kevin Spacey show. Oh, you're watching House of Cards? Yeah. Nice. Have you seen it? No. Uh, well, I mean, Kiki's been watching it. I've seen that. Uh, here and there, like I've seen parts of it, looks yeah. well acted. I mean, it's well performed. Yeah, Fincher's yeah. Fincher doing a good job on that. He only did the first two. Oh, really? He only did the first few. But I mean, you know, he set the tone. Yeah, he set the tone. Out of he the set gate, the bar, ready to go. This That's is how you handle like you. it. <laughs> 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 Lower that bar. Here's the bar. Okay, I'm gonna go under it. <laughs> Approachable by most people. Yeah. But that's how I succeed. Most people would step over this bar. No, I'm gonna go under this bar. <laughs> I'm gonna limbo. <laughs> I'm gonna limbo under the bar. Uh, did you see? Have you seen anything in the theater yet this summer? Have you seen Man of Steel by any chance? Have you seen Pacific Rim? Have you seen Iron Man three? Have you seen any of the big movies this summer? Scott? I have not been to the theater all summer long. I did not see Iron Man three. I did not see Man of Steel. Um, which just sort of looked like, because I was like, once again, I'm like, is it about an alien who leaves his planet and comes to Earth and realizes he has superpowers and he doesn't know what to do with them? And then finally someone comes looking for him mm -hmm. and then he has mm -hmm. to fight them. Mm -hmm. You just described it, yeah. And then they release the world engine. Yeah. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> is that a real lie from the movie? It. You have seen, yes. Yeah, just somebody, yes, somebody the that I know engine. couldn't stop shouting that out while we were at work. He would just randomly be like, release the world engine! <laughs> Everything's got boring. Uh, world engine. I mean, come on. How else? The world engine? How else are the Kryptonians supposed to terraform our planet? Hmm? How else Why are they, they supposed to Why would they want to terraform the planet if the planet gives them powers? they got to terraform it and make the atmosphere more habitable to them. But why can't... But. Uh, that, uh, I don't understand. Yeah, but Superman's there. Doesn't make sense, does it? Well, if you're if the atmosphere wasn't hospitable, then you would die. Yeah, but Superman's lungs were able to form to uh, it to accommodate. Are you making that up? No. <laughs> Maybe. Are you filling in the holes? No. Are you an apologist? Are you a man of steel? What? His lungs um, <laughs> are based on. But why would they have to terraform the planet? Doesn't that doesn't isn't that what makes them fly and shit? No, the sun does. Yeah, but but the 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 atmosphere is obviously 
No, if that, it's hard for them to breathe on Earth. Like when General Zod gets to Earth in this movie, he has asthma. He has asthma. <laughs> so what they're really trying to do is instead of taking, <laughs> Build a giant taking inhaler. instead of taking an inhaler, <laughs> they are reforming the Earth. Let's destroy Earth. Uh, you could just use one of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen. But, but know, Superman it had its can problems. breathe. It had its problems. Yeah, because I think again, because he was came young here as lungs, a baby, young lungs. Is that a Rod Stewart song? I hope so. Young lungs filled with semen. Oh no, it was the stomach. Young lungs. That was very good. It was all right. I would like that. Don't, <laughs> don't 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 knock it. Um, I have not seen Man of Steel. I do want to see Pacific Rim. I will probably try to go see Pacific. Rim. You should see Pacific Rim. You should also see. I don't want to see Man of Steel. Elysium. I don't really care. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I just want to see Elysium. You should see Elysium. Those are the two that I would like to see. I don't care about Man of Steel. I just don't care. It's really laying it down there, huh? I don't want to say. I, I don't know what to say. I've seen... This is the third Superman. It's like... Unless Superman... It's like, you gotta... It's gotta be completely new. But then it's not Superman. Exactly. <laughs> is this how you feel about Batman, too? Like, if another Batman comes out? <laughs> I mean, I go with my choice for Batman, but I still doesn't necessarily mean I would go see it. Idris Elba, although now they're talking about him. Everybody's been talking about him lately as Bond. I've heard, I read an article where people are talking about him as yeah, James. Yeah, they've been talking Bond. about him though since like before Daniel Craig was cast. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to happen. Well, I know. Isn't Sam Mendes coming back? Too? Yeah. Plus, Daniel Craig's attached to two more. Yeah, I think so. I think he should be Batman. Idris Elba would be Batman. He could be... Uh, technically, once again, I'm not saying I would go see it. I just think that that would be... it. Would, But th- technically, that would be interesting. It wouldn't necessarily make me want to go see it. I just think it would be an interesting choice. But if I got to watch a guy's parents die in an what alley, if, and then he fucking becomes yeah, Batman, That's I'm exactly like, what you're going to have to do. It's like, I don't... I'm that like, is exactly what you're going to have to do. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. I'm t- I, I, We've talked about it before, but... I don't want to watch the same story over yeah. and over and over and over. I don't again. need it. I don't need origins. I don't need bullshit. I still haven't watched the new Spider-Man movie. I can't. I, I won't watch it. I'm just like some guy going like, I can climb up a wall. It's like no fucking shit. Yeah. Like everybody. We knows all know that. you can climb. Hey, <laughs> kid, you can climb up that wall. Just get the outfit on and fucking do something interesting. Hey, kid, that web stuff. You can swing from it. <laughs> we're just like the annoyed Jersey cab we're the annoyed cab drivers down. We're standing down, waiting for our waiting for someone to pick up. We're we're there. We're, we're yelling up. We're yelling up at. We're yelling up at Andrew Peter Parker. Bar- Peter Parker going like, we all know what's going on. We all seen it. We all know. It's just I can't watch. I don't want to watch Origins hey, anymore. Hey, we get it. You're really upset about your uncle dying. Get over it and start fighting crimes. <laughs> I just, it's like, I can't watch him anymore. I don't want to watch him anymore. We should be, we should, story. we should be the two guys that go to every reboot and just, and just yell, yell. at the character. No, <laughs> just, just, we know what's going on. Yeah, James, uh, you're a really good secret agent. Uh, you know, just uh, don't worry about it. You got it. You got a license That's to the kill. Key. You got ha- a license. He never. You rarely see his origin. Like they don't. They don't reboot it every time they bring somebody in and go like. Right, but I feel like they did with Casino Royale. They did that. Yeah, they did. Right, but they had never really told his origin story. 
technically. Fair enough. Like, all right, they finally example. did it once. Bad example. Do it once. How about this? Do it once. <laughs> hey, start at the beginning once. How about that? Yeah. Don't That's fucking all. start at the beginning every two years. I mean, I guess it's like kids are like, maybe they don't know, but just give them a pamphlet. Who else are we going to yell at? Pamphlets. Who else are we We gonna... need more pamphlets. Just give fucking kids pamphlets. Hey, yeah, clock. Clock Kent. Here's a pamphlet. The glasses are full of no one. These are your, <laughs> these are your powers. Green rocks are bad. Use a, green rocks are the worst. <laughs> you don't want to go near them. Um, if you see something and you're like, oh, it's just a river rock with algae on it, don't touch it. Don't take the chance. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're bored. We are bored out of our fucking minds. I don't, yeah. I tell- am so tired of watching you trying <laughs> to fly. You sound like a New Jersey cab. <laughs> Jewish mother. <laughs> well, listen, it's our, it's what we've been cast to do. I am sick and tired of watching you trying to fly. Just think about it real hard, is it, is and you'll fly. In the movie, does he try? Does somebody else? He takes out? long jumps, and then, At first, and then eventually, and then he finally yeah. flies. Why don't you just use your super cold breath and freeze the problem? Does he have super cold breath? Superman, yeah. And does he use it in the movie? I don't know. Does he use the heat I vision? I think he does. He uses, well, yeah, the heat vision. It's all random, isn't it? Use your eyeballs <laughs> to burn through that Yo, thing. Michael. We are just here to give you advice. We are in every superhero a pamphlet. movie. <laughs> give fucking Clark Kent a pamphlet. Hello, Bruce. Yes, I uh, thank you for allowing us on to the Wayne Manor, but uh, we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> There's going to be a tragedy. I understand that your parents are thinking of taking you to a movie tonight. You need to go sulk for t- 15 years and work out. You're going to go see Zorro. We get it. The guy's in a mask. I understand. You see Zorro? Is that part of the origin? That's in the retcon of, uh, of, uh, of Frank Miller. Oh, is that he saw yeah, Zorro? Yeah, one was what they were leaving yeah. Zorro. She just dressed like Zorro. Yeah, right? Remember that cave you fell down one time and those bats scared you? Yep. <laughs> That's what you're going to use. Are that, are they, do you think they're going to reboot it again? Or do you think they're just going to be I like, hope they don't. Can we just say that these origins are part of the national... Listen, concept? everyone. We all understand Batman, who he is, and what he is doing. We do not need another story. We just need to jump to the end. Or do it in the opening credits. Christopher Nolan, stop making everybody so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're against the Christopher Nolan bummer bummers? Is, is, well, is I, Man of Steel a bummer? Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, I is mean, it it's sulky? much, it's, yes. Ugh. It's, uh, it's very, it's a lot of emo. Emo soups? Yeah, emo soups. I heard uh, that basically somebody called it, um, flying through buildings. Yeah, that's what the, the last 40 minutes of it is. Is just destroying the city? Yeah. While he saves no one. Nice. Right. Murders. Pretty much. Tons of people die. Yeah. Collapse of just give me two, just give me two fucking shots of him saving 
uh, somebody a, in the a building, maybe or a puppy or something. Because that's and what are Superman they trying? Does. Are they trying to say that the buildings are unpopopulated? I don't know what they're trying. Do to they say. ever infer? No, they don't. It's like that. everyone's no. left the city. Yeah, uh, so I, millions are dead. I forget who I was talking to, uh, but they were saying how. he brought his shit to their backyard, killed yeah. tons of people. Yeah. And he's a hero. Which, by the way, it's an amazing origin story for Lex Luthor. Like, oh. I feel like most of the audience will be on the side of Lex Luthor. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of people did die unnecessarily, and it kind of was his fault. Oh, is that the Lex Luthor? Is just like... He's not in the movie. There is a Lex Corp gas, gasoline truck, though. So Lex, Lex, Lex Luthor is not in this movie, but, you know, I assume in the next one he will be. Yeah, yeah, but, and he's and, pissed. And with plenty of good reason. And he's pissed because the yeah. buildings got destroyed. Yeah. Huh. It's a city. It's a city, man. I'm just not... Uh, Although he should be, like, psyched because then he gets to build more buildings yeah, and make more money. Yeah, real man. Construction. That's his, that's he's his, got a construction that's company. His game. That's his game. His construction? Real estate. No, yeah. that's like... It's always, that's always Lex Luthor's endgame, right? Real estate? Yeah, he wants real estate. Lex, what you want to do is get the real estate. Just do it front, through legal means. Beachfront property, if uh, possible. I know you wanted to uh, sink half of California off into the ocean, and also that time that you tried to grow a continent off of New Jersey. Oh, God. <laughs> Were you the one who said you like Superman Returned? I don't mind it as much as most people do. No. I like I, I mean, it's not I a like, badge you need to wear, man. I don't need to wear it. I don't, I'll wear it anyway, though. The... Uh, I'm looking forward to the new X-Men movie, Days of Future Past. Uh, I've just been seeing some of the stuff Brian Singer's been uh, tweeting or Instagram. Is he directing it? He's got to be. I mean, he's on the set all the time, although he's an EP. I think he's... I haven't seen... Um, uh, here we go. Ready? The, that Beanstalk go. flick was playing on the plane at one point. I, that uh, movie fucking... I didn't watch Really, it. really tanked. Yeah, yeah Singer is well. uh, Singer is directing it. It's like with the young X Men crew, or is it with the adults? Both. Everyone's coming together. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vaughn wrote the screenplay. Well, that's good news. Uh, Halle Berry's in it. James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart both playing Professor X. Oh, like it's Days the of Future and the Past. Future past. Yeah. Uh, is that what Days of Future Past means? Scott, there's time. Go on a is it time travel involved? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh... Oh, you know who's definitely going to be in it? Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. As Mystique. Like, makes you excited? You look really happy. I haven't even seen the first X-Men. I haven't either. Did you see first? I didn't see first class. We get it. You are all mutants, and you have powers. (laughs) I want you to. (laughs) Um, I haven't seen... I haven't really seen anything. I can't remember the last thing I saw that it was... uh, I watched... Uh, I haven't watched a movie in in months and months and months. I think I've watched some documentaries on the. Uh, I watched Psalm, the documentary on sommeliers trying to become master sommeliers. Oh yeah, it's where okay. are you finding these food documentaries? Are they on Netflix? Yeah. Oh wow, they're on Netflix. Got to watch them or iTunes. Uh, there's a. Uh... Oh my god, guys. We have to do a feeb cap. Oh yeah, we promised it. Yeah, yeah, we promised it. I watched. I did. We did. We both last night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a new segment on feeb. Feeb cap. There you go. That's our theme. (laughs) Uh, What? Especially me 
covering my yeah. mouth. Yeah. Don't, I don't know if anyone can hear Don't that. pull back the curtain. <laughs> Uh, so here's what here's what we decided last uh, last time we did a podcast. We decided that uh, Scott and I would uh, go ahead and find something streaming on Netflix that you could watch uh, as well as us. And uh, what would be fun thing is Scott and I would then talk about it, sort of recap the episode for you, uh, calling it Phoebe Caps. And the show that we are doing is Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares. U.S. One, version. U.S. version. Season not, one. Yeah. Not Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, just Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Uh, and it is season one from 2007. Yeah. The restaurant that has the honor of being the first restaurant that Ramsey attempts to rescue is called Peter's. Peter's. In Babylon, New York. Babylon, New York. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, I mean, the setup of the show is they've fallen on hard times. Yeah, every you know, these are restaurants that, uh, for whatever reason, are doing terrible business. Yeah, uh, not like they used to, and uh, they need some help. And a lot of times, uh, Gordon Ramsay will let them know exactly what is wrong, and most of the time, it's the same problem in every restaurant, which is, well, the food, the management, the food, the management, the and like things are the equipment, right. Well, particularly there. Okay, so let's let's kick it off. Uh, Peter's in Babylon, New York, uh, was uh, the first episode. This is the one. If you remember, it has this is very this is a very ad- Italian. It's an Italian family. Yeah, an it Italian feels family. Very like... uh, the dad looks exactly like Paul Sorvino. <laughs> he does feel like that. Yeah, he's like Goodfellas Paul Sorvino. The mom's very str- the mom's the mom I found strange and fascinating and sort of how she's sort of not she does, she's not really in the picture. Right, she's not involved or, really. They yell she tries to say one thing and they yell at her. Yeah. They say you're not here. You're not here. Shut up, ma. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh <laughs> Peter, in the this is how you know it's going to be a fascinating episode in the sort of uh, intro videos. Here's the problem. Here's what I also say about the show. Yeah, the intro to the show yeah. is so long. That was the first episode. That was the pilot. So okay, that's why the that intro was so long. Is so long I thought like, that I'm to done. myself. I was like, this, <laughs> like, is, this is it in ten <laughs> minutes. So yeah, you're, you're just like you're done. Yeah. You're like I'm like, what the fuck are they going to fill in? Yeah, if you can stick with it past that intro, the intro is epic because they talk about essentially they show you every restaurant they're going to. I'm going to say. Not my favorite, ep- right? Not a great episode. The my favorite episode is the seventh episode of this season, and we're gonna get to it eventually. In and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but here's the deal. Okay, so it's Peter's Italian restaurant. Uh, my favorite thing of Peter's uh, interview where he's sitting down, you know, the sit down interview where he's talking to camera. The uh, his he immediately not not one minute into meeting him, he is doing an Al Pacino from Godfather Three impression. Yes. Every time I'm out, they pull me back in. He's a really um, commits to it. He is a. I wouldn't. I don't even want to call him a character. He's kind of. He's. It's because a character would would mean that it's entertaining. It's not like he's. He he seems like he's on steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he seems like on steroids. He's very tan. Very focused on his look. Very focused on his yep. look. He's very tan. He's very um, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Aggro. I would say, yeah, I would, yeah, I would say there's a, there's a little, little bit of a, a anger problem. He's got some anger issues. Yeah, there's constantly moments where these people who like were lending him money are showing up. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought they were suppliers. 
Yeah, I didn't like, know. Like I felt like they were like meat suppliers. He or gets like... in, he almost gets in two fights. Although one of the times he's just standing two guys are standing in front of each other, I go like, Come on, come on which yeah. to me is like just fight. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. Uh that <laughs> Yeah, so super tan guy, short hair, really white teeth. Uh his sister is the owner. Tina. Tina, who uh I said to Scott last night, she's not bad looking. <laughs> not bad looking. <laughs> so she's got that going she's for not, her. She's got that going for her. <laughs> In so, case she's listening. you know, in case this episode, in case we find out at the end and we will do it, we're going to, we're going to update you on every restaurant to see where they're at right now. Uh, oh, you got, you pulled up desire pulled up. review to yeah. see what's yep. happened. It's been a while. They're still open? Nope. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay in the first season, uh, particularly, uh, I wonder uh, what we should, uh, I wonder what the percentage is. Not high. Like, so everything he turns around. Yeah. I mean, those places are fucked up when he gets there. I think Robert Irvine has a higher percentage. Who's that? Than Restaurant, Restaurant Impossible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not quite. Well, I feel like Restaurant Impossible, I think if I know which one it is, there's a, there's something good or, or like, is there something inherently good about that just needs to be fixed? Because this one just seems like you see the restaurant and you see the people and you're like, what a fucking mess. No, as sometimes soon as you leave. It's like a lot of times those restaurant impossible places. It's pretty crazy, too. Like, like I just I just it's I find it fascinating how many bad restaurants there are out there. Like how many bad that restaurants people go there are to. that people go to. Yeah, I would say Peter's. I, I so they so they go in and there's rotting food and the equipment. Well, let's just work. first say how Ramsey arrives via subway. Yes. And then is waiting for 59 minutes for Peter for Peter to pick him up in a Mercedes. Yes. And then Gordon Ramsay says, wow, I feel like I'm in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. It's because you're getting in like a middle of the line Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why he said that. That was either. very strange. He's also a little, uh, he's got a little bit of a paunch on him in this episode. Uh, Is he Ramsey. He's lost some weight since Yeah, he's very fit now. He runs a ton of marathons now. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, wow, he arrives. I know a lot about Gordon arrives, I read his book. Right. I read his book, uh, which will I'm be a feed read later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Ramsey arrives via subway. Uh, then he starts introducing, Peter starts introducing him to everybody at the restaurant. Yeah. So meets the mother, meets the father, meets the sister. And then my favorite thing was when he introduces his two best friends, Jerry and Jerry. Yes. <laughs> his two other buddies. Two, are like... two guys that look like they came out of, like, they're both some Skynet model. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> both model 102 Terminators. It's pretty uh, amazing. Like the Italian Goomba version. Yeah. Uh, I can say that because I'm Italian. Fuck you. Uh... <laughs> Scott just got his eyes out real wide. What's happening? Uh, yeah, Jerry and Jerry. Uh, You're like getting really aggressive. Like you Peter never show. It just it gets in me. My blood gets boiling. Uh, they never address Peter and Peter, uh, Jerry and Jerry again. <laughs> so Jerry and Jerry are just introduced to Gordon. Yeah, Ramsey. They, they, they're just painting. And they a disappear picture. and they disappear. Uh, okay, so then then Gordon Ramsay gets his first. They serve him some food. So he orders food off the menu. This is an early episode, so he's not ordering a ton of stuff. Now he orders like almost everything on the menu all the time. Oh, really? Uh, Here so he just got the crab, crab cakes. Crab cakes, which uh, 
were served on a bed of rotten lettuce. Rotten lettuce, and then the crab cake was cold. And the crab the cake inside. was cold on the inside, and it wasn't uh, And they had made. said, like, it's fresh. Yeah. And you're like, how do you not know? And then, he, and then he got the, here's the best thing. He got the lobster ravioli. Yeah. Which is one of his favorite things, Ramsey says. Uh, and in the kitchen, <laughs> they... Peter says to the chef, is he going to like the lobster ravioli? And then the chef goes, it's from Restaurant Depot. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I liked liked the chef in this episode. Some episodes I I don't like the chef. Some episodes uh, I do like the chef. I like the chef. And then the one waiter came in because there was too much parsley on it. Yeah, it was garnished. And he was fucking yelling at those guys. Yeah. And then the sous chef's like, fuck you. I garnish, yeah, I garnish the plate the way I want to garnish the plate. You got yeah. a fucking problem with that? It was really angry. There was a lot of shouting. I was watching it with um, my wife's friend that they own store together, and she is trying to quit smoking. Mm. And it, I will say this. Mm. If you're trying to quit smoking, do not watch this episode because... <laughs> It's very loud. It's very obnoxious. And like, even you can see Gordon Ramsay being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think a lot of that's done sort of in editing, too. Yeah. I mean, I think they, I, I think you find someone like, I, I think Peter was like one of the people that you find, and you're just like, it's not that hard to get him to just be 10 times the butthole he is. Yeah. Like, just be like, yeah. He just, he wanted to make, I don't know, he wanted to be remembered. And yeah. he is remembered. And he said instead of a su- instead of buying a stove, he bought a $3,000 suit. Yes. Because he cares about his appearance. He's kind of a douchebag. It's amazing. And poor Tina. If Tina, if you're listening, Scott and I will take care of you. Why? I don't know. I don't want to. I, I feel bad for her. It's not my problem. We'll get her <laughs> it's too fucking late now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we can't. We can't even patron it. Do we know what happened? All right, tell me. Uh, okay, so Peter's Italian restaurant, which uh, looked like it had a successful relaunch. They decided. They relaunched. They got a new menu. Let's do family-style dining. I gotta say, the menu. Didn't look good, right? Didn't look that good. I agree. Like, they laid all the plates out, and I was like, meh. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't look like family-style. I totally agree with that. It was not. I totally agree with that. Okay, so this place. Uh, on 132 Main Street in Babylon, New York, is uh, now closed. Okay. So there were 86 reviews. This is a Zagat What rating. year did it close? Do we know? From what I can tell, it closed in 2008. So it, la- like, so it lasted like it had like another year in it, if that, maybe if, maybe six months. Wow. Um, so here we go. Well, this is a review from Pete Boy 23 well, after seeing this restaurant in Kitchen Nightmares, my wife and I decided to check it out. Boy, was I ever wrong. Peter's is not family style, parentheses, so we felt ripped off right from the start after seeing it on TV. End parentheses. They left. But I. But here's my yeah. thing. I didn't think it looked like family style. Yeah. Well, from what they had. So You're also not writing reviews under the name Peter Boy 23. <laughs> Peter Boy? A PD boy, sorry, PD uh, boy. Yeah. Is that still better? I don't know what. Uh, they felt like they knew better than Gordon, but they were wrong. The service is abysmal. It's dark, very noisy. Open doors, twenty feet from a busy road, and my steak was undercooked and stringy. Do yourself a favor, go elsewhere. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And let's see, let's see. Food was good. Owner is pretty much like he was depicted on TV. <laughs> That's not a good review. Uh, reliable food, great little garden in the back. That's from October 29th, I'm sorry, but to me, not 
not inspiring me to go eat is is the review reliable food right 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 <laughs> they ran it out just of feels like you won't get sick here's a, here's a great one october 29 2008 they ran out of cranberry juice for my drink so they brought it to me with some other red juice and tried to pass it off as vodka cran has empty glasses two times they weren't even busy. I won't be back. I don't even know what has empty glasses two times been. Probably had empty glasses two times. So maybe he had like two empty glasses on his table. Yeah, they or like they, they, bust, they weren't bussing the table. Uh, so really what it looks like uh, is happening here is uh, Peter's uh, is no more <laughs> good but unexceptional. No reason to return. <laughs> Uh, I mean, would your would your expect it to me? Yes, based on seeing the show. Yeah, if I was going to go in the day after Gordon Ramsay left, so fresh off his yeah. his yeah. his triumphant yeah. relaunch, there's no part of me which would have thought for a second that I was going to have an exceptional meal. Right, right. Like I would. There's no part of me that would be like. I'm about to eat something exceptional based on seeing the show. There's a I find that if that's if that's what that person's expectation was, then that person is wrong. That person was, you know, I would go there. I don't know. I wouldn't go there, but I, you know, that was my problem. Is that like by the time they revealed the menu, I was like, eh, like why would I go there? There, uh, someone in December 10th, 2007, said food here is excellent every time. Here's a review. To be fair, I've never visited Peter's, but I did see the episode of Kitchen Nightmares featuring the restaurant, and my negative review is aimed directly and solely at Peter himself. I can say I've never met or seen anyone as ignorant, conceited, and tan as him. I am from Staten Island, but he's definitely near the pop. Wow. Uh, may god have mercy on his soul i gave scores of one and not zero because the sister co-owner i forgot her name her name's tina seems <laughs> like a real sweetheart who is genuinely concerned about the welfare of the restaurant are we, unlike are, are you her, sure you didn't write this review? <laughs> unlike her gorilla brother <laughs> that's amazing somebody went on zagat's and was like or whatever and was like reviewed the restaurant it's amazing that people would do that through the rest never mind the food after watching the episode of kitchen nightmares i would never eat in this restaurant where someone is so ignorant i came from an italian family who owns a successful restaurant in the north end for two generations did uh did bernardo write this <laughs> if we acted like peter who pushes his father on the ground and continues to act like a jerk he's a phony wannabe get a life you're not even good looking so i don't know where you get off so if he was good looking, this would be perfectly acceptable behavior. Yeah. You need attractive people can knock I mean, their father. Yeah, into knock the your old dad club. down. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Brad Pitt can smack. You need a reality check. I bet you don't even have a girlfriend. Think of someone else besides yourself. You're an idiot. You are an idiot. You awesome. are a idiot. That's the restaurant review? Yeah. I hope you realize this after watching yourself. I find it fascinating that people would uh, do that. Would They would uh, go write a review for a place based on a television show. And not even go. Right. They're reviewing the person. What's interesting to me is that it basically shows like, unfortunately, I know, I know he's your hero, but it shows the f- complete failure of the show because basically the show... 
shows the restaurant in such a bad light that nobody like there's a high percentage of people that just don't want to go. Yeah, Yama, yummy pasta, but amazingly crowded. That's a that's a review from 2006. I was before Rams. Yeah, there's another one. 2006, a traditional Italian pasta hangout that looks better from the outside than the experience is at the table. No real bar to enjoy the experience of listening to a karaoke-inspired crooner is not good for digestion. The food is consistently okay, and the menu is uninspired. <laughs> well, there you go. Have you ever written a review on one of, on this? Like, on a Yelp thing? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, oh, I might have, for like a Korean barbecue place or something. Like years ago? Yeah. yeah. I don't have it in me to do it. Well, sometimes, like, if it's a little place that, like, just opened up, I want to, you know... Help them out? Help me. If it's good, I want to help them out. And if it's bad, I don't care to destroy them by writing a bad yeah, review. Yeah. I just, you know, let it go. But that place, Franco's, that I went to is has only been open for a year. Does that say Dad Myra? Yeah. It's my dad. Last name's Myra. I don't know why. <laughs> the phone did that when I... When, like, the contact was inputting. Anyway. It's, it don't worry about it. So that's Phoebecast for today. What did he say? He said that I think it's my nephew's birthday. It is your nephew Sebastian's birthday. Yeah. I think John is with him if you want to call uh, and say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sebastian. I hope you downloaded this episode. This uh, is all your birthday dreams are coming yeah, to you. Yeah, because right I'm now. not, let's be honest, I'm not making that phone call. You're not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know what your relationship is. Uh, How old is he? I want to say seven. Maybe six. Maybe that's too... Maybe that's too... Maybe that's too old. I don't know. It doesn't matter how old. Anyway, <laughs> so the next episode that is up for us, guys, is going to be episode two, which is uh, which is Dylan's, which Dylan's? is the uh, Indian place. I don't know if you remember that episode. I think I've seen that episode, yeah. actually. It's in downtown New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rewatch that. It's pretty disgusting. Uh, there's a uh, here's See, that, that, that once again, like to me, it's like Although, by showing all the cockroaches and all that shit. Here's in, a, like that's so nasty. It's like you're kind of like I don't care if you clean it up. Here's what we could I don't do. Go back. Here's what we could do. Are you ready? Yeah. We can now. We can look at the list, and we we don't have to go in order. We can just we can jump. We can I've, jump I've around. Seen that one and all this. Okay. Here's what we're doing, everybody. Just because. Just because Matt. Loves this episode so much. Oh, okay. We should go to your favorite. We're gonna episode. do. We're gonna doing. So for next, for the next Phoebe, we're doing season one, episode six, Sebastian's. Okay. Okay. Got it. Season two, episode one, Sebastian's, and uh, and uh, here's the here's the preview. Am I gonna see hang it? on? It's gonna load. Oh wait, where's the. Assuming, assuming the Wi-Fi works in here. Tonight on Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon goes to Los Angeles and discovers a pizzeria on its last leg. See, movie terms, you've gone straight to DVD. Gordon has one week to Whoa. take this restaurant from two thumbs down. Here we go, Q, action drama. To a box office smash. But with a boss who's in La La Land... My pizzas will be in supermarkets. What? Sebastian's all over the world. Oh, my God. And a spaced-out menu. We have a concept. What we have is 20 different combinations. This may be his toughest challenge yet. That guy needs therapy. What damn good cook. And when the owner flips out... We're done. 
Get the team out of here. And breaks all the rules. He just changed like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart. Gordon gives him a cold review. But I've never, ever, ever, ever met someone I believe in as little as you. <laughs> Tonight on Kitchen Nightmare. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that is the preview. <laughs> that is my favorite I mean, episode. <laughs> I just, the idea that anyone would ever say that to me. Yeah. It's like. It's stunning. I mean, that's an amazing review of, I mean, he's really there reviewing people. Yeah. He is. He's reviewing people. He's going like, he's literally telling that guy. And how does he recover from that? I mean, I guess you got to watch the show. Yeah, you do. I watch the show. It's but it's really... like, how do you how do you chop someone off the knees like that and then build them back up in the last thirty seconds? Well, that's Gordon Ramsay. Is Sebastian? Is it still open? No. no. So, so the long and short of it is, if your kitchen is a nightmare, it's fucking over. <laughs> it's over. Well, I think a lot of the problem is with the kitchen nightmare stuff. Is he? What you should do if somebody if if they're doing kitchen nightmare, have them come. Sell all the equipment immediately that yeah. you bring in, and just and pay off your debts. Immediately use the the slice rise celebrity and close to shutter as soon as you can. Yeah, pay off all your debts and shutter. Don't drag it out. The because uh, you will fail. Well, a lot of the places that that he ends up going to are like you know three four hundred thousand dollars in debt. <sighs> you know what I mean? So it's like, of course, yeah. I mean, you can have a good few weeks of of, of business, and your business can go up. You know. 20%, but, you know, it's still you got a long hill to climb. Out, you got yeah. a long hill to climb, and that's why I think most of those restaurants fail. It's not that Gordon Ramsay's bad at it. It's that these places are just in so much debt. But I also don't know if the if the show um, because the show is basically promoting how terrible it is, and, and, and they change it, but it's like here's my thing with eating. It's mm. like I don't necessarily want to know that a restaurant ever was fucking terrible. Right. Like that's not sure. that's not helping me out where I'm like like you see how disgusting and nasty and terrible it is and then they come in and clean it up and you're like but your expect see my expectation is they immediately go like the chances is that it's immediately disgusting they end up reverting later. back to that, yeah. Yeah. That's why I like I really like the Cuz uh, if people if you will, here's the thing, if you will do that, if you will allow that to happen, then you will allow that to happen again. Yeah. If you don't have the standards, you can't necessarily teach standards. Right. Unless, you know, I mean, a lot of times he will replace the manager, like have a new manager brought in or have a new cook brought in or something like that. That, that And when that, that then you're a little more get, get optimistic rid of about people it. Who fuck There's a place in up. Eagle Rock that he fixed that's still open. Yeah. Uh, Cap- Capri's. Mm. Um, like the twin by the two twin brothers. And that was a, that was a pretty funny episode. Uh, I think Jonah Jonah actually texted me from there a little while ago. He was doing a comedy show there, huh? At Capri's. So, anyway, that next time we're gonna do season one, episode six, Sebastian's, and then maybe we'll switch shows, go to something else, and, and feed cap that. Maybe, yes. we'll, maybe we'll feed cap a Frasier. <laughs> well, that I'm not. <laughs> that's not happening. All right, fine. I'm not watching that. We could feed cap a Ramsey's best restaurant, Chopped or something like that. Chopped to be hard unless we both DVR the same episode. Mm-hmm. And we let America know which episode it is. We could try that too. Yeah. That's what we're going to do, everybody. It's going to be pretty great. Uh, Fee Breeds. Fee Breeds. Oh, uh, go. Okay. Uh, Fee Breeds this week. I am reading. Uh, hang on. I got to pull up my Kindle. 
I, I think I'm reading Spook right now, which is Mary Roach's book about uh, the afterlife, the science of the afterlife. Uh-huh. I haven't read that one. I do want to read it. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, the uh, I Wear the Black Hat, Chuck Klosterman's new book came out. Uh, came, out came out on Tuesday. Uh, so I'm going to probably be reading that. But Spook right now, let me tell you, uh, it's a Feeb Reads. Uh, I, I, I so far recommend it. It's kind of, I find this particular book to be more sort of gonzo journalism than her, her last book, than Stiff, or the last book of hers I read. Yeah. Uh, cause the first couple chapters are about her going to India to talk to people about the science of sort of reincarnation. Uh huh. And a lot of it just becomes sort of, you're just reading about her time in India. Gotcha. You know, like the journey Travel together. Log. Yeah, yeah, and it turns into that kind of a thing, uh, which I'm fine with. She writes well; it, it reads quick, so uh, do that. The other book I would recommend, and this is—I don't know if anybody's gonna really be into it. It's a pretty niche thing, but I really, really, really liked uh, Terry Francona's book, *The Red Sox Years*. Terry Francona was the manager of the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. 2004 to 2011. Uh huh. Uh, two World Series with the Red Sox, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, unceremoniously sent packing out of town. Uh, and then they released a bunch of stuff into the papers about him being addicted to prescription drugs, so oh, on and so forth. They did like a huge smear campaign on him, and this is sort of like his his rebuttal, s- his story. Not even really his rebuttal. He sort of covers that just quickly at the end, but just, yeah, the, like just a really that. fascinating story about like his time in the in the minor leagues as a player and then huh. in the majors and then like uh just like the going ons behind the scene of the Red Sox and like winning the first World Series for Boston in eighty six years and then doing it again in two thousand seven. Uh really nice, good read. If you at all if you enjoy the Red Sox at all or if you enjoy baseball at all, highly recommend uh, Terry Francona, The Red Sox Years by Terry Francona and Boston Globe writer Dan Shaughnessy. Wow. That was very, um, I was, that was, felt like a real review. Speed <laughs> <laughs> reads. Um, I just finished, I finished Gulp. I read Gulp. I didn't read Mary Roach's book. Oh, Mary Roach's book about the, uh, the elementary, canal. elementary canal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which you read. I uh, no, I have it. I haven't read it yet. Oh, you haven't read it yet? No. Oh. I uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's really good. That's good. I, I, she's great. I, she's great. I love. I, I mean, I've read great. Stiff, Packing for Mars, and then this one, and then I have the other two coming. I I mean, honestly, kind of Phoebe reads as an author. She's all of her books are, are yeah. pretty good. She's a Stiff Phoebe, is great. She's Stiff a Phoebe is, reads. She's a Phoebe reads. Uh, su- three star superstar. Yeah, she's a Phoebe reads three star superstar. Uh, um, which is only been given once. We gave it to John Krakauer? Uh, I would give it to John Krakauer. I would give it to him, too. His books are great, yeah. too. All of his books All are right. really good. All right, so two Phoebe superstars. Three-star superstars? Two Phoebe three-star superstars. But Gulp is, Gulp is really good. It's really good. It gets them into some pretty fast, lots of like... If we make this a thing, maybe we can get it on a book cover. Three-star superstar? Phoebe three-star. Like Oprah? Phoebe reads three-star superstar. <laughs> Uh, I was recently awarded the uh, Phoebe Three Star Superstar. That'd be amazing if. <laughs> oh, that's great. That would be awesome. If John Krakauer was like, ah, what? 
<laughs> I was rewarded what? It's just like, don't it's, you should put it big, though. Don't worry about it. Just like, yeah, right above there. You're going to sell 20 books. Yeah, like at least 20, 30, at least bo- 20, 30 books. <laughs> um, yeah, I read Gulp. And then um, I just started Michael Pollan, P-O-L-L-A-N, Pollan. No, mm. Pollan would be E-N, Pollan. Pollan, either way, I'll go Pollan. with it. either uh, pronunciation is acceptable to me. He just wrote a new book called Cooked, which I just started. Oh today. yeah, yeah. I've did read you, all of his books. Did you read He's another book? one that I might actually three star superstar call three star superstar? Whoa! <laughs> we can't just immediately invent the award. Talk about how rare it is, and then just start giving them out. Uh, there was a I saw a thing. I mean, I've read Botany of Desire. And I, I mean, I basically read all his books. Did you? What did you do? Tell me about the documentary, the Michelin star documentary you saw. Oh, uh, three star. I watched Psalm, and then what was I watching? I was watching some documentary, and then that popped up as just a choice. I never heard of it. It was called uh, Three Star. Here's a here's a here's an article. I just I just did a Google search for Gordon Ramsay as we we're trying to find that. But this is an article from San Francisco. Uh, do you do that examiner. Like every hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my Google alert. It's actually instead of a news alert, it's just a Google search <laughs> alert. Uh, it just alerts me that Google is able to search. <laughs> uh, here's a from the San Francisco Examiner. Does Gordon Ramsay really employ Hell's Kitchen winners? Oh. Question mark. Well, I'm telling you right now that I saw Christina working. At the pass, at uh, at Hell's, at not Hell's Kitchen, at Gordon Ramsay Steak, which was the prize for that year. I also saw uh, Nona working at the L.A. Market. Uh, that was her prize. So two of them I've seen actually working in their jobs. Uh, we are three episodes into the eleventh season of Gordon Ramsay's Hell Kitchen, with the usual gaggle of Muppets, donkeys, and folks having a permanent bad hair day. Uh, contestants are offered a job to uh, be executive chef at one of Ramsey's restaurants if they win, but does that actually happen? Everyone seems so incompetent. Would a Michelin-starred chef hire any of them? Uh, It seems there is a serious trend that either Hell's Kitchen winners do not get their prize, get the title of the prize, but not the responsibility, or leave their position as soon as their contract is fulfilled, says the website Food Gossip. The winners of season two and four were given senior chef positions instead of executive. Season six winner Dave Levy claims that he was called head chef but was treated like a line cook. And at least one winner simply took a cash prize after she couldn't get a visa to go work in England. One thing that Ramsay does better than rival show Top Chef is award the prize to women. And it's one of the few reality TV shows with fat people on it. (laughs) Honey Boo Boo's family can't carry that burden alone (laughs) Wow Uh, Thanks Katie Sinclair Saint Clair rather Of the the San Francisco Examiner This is a Katie I'm going to Google you right now Find out if you're fat (laughs) Because I can fucking do that Because that was a weird (laughs) That was a weird addition It was all a weird last minute Yeah Uh, however, I mean, I agree, and that was funny. I laughed at it. You did. So, but did you laugh at it because you thought it was funny, or you laughed at it because you were just like, "Why would she write that?" Uh that's a good. That's a good question. 
I, I'm, I'm, I want to understand your laughter, Matt. I want to understand my own laughter. Uh, Katie St. Clair. Here she is on Twitter. Let's see. She has uh, a whopping... Is that a picture of a sloth? <laughs> picture of a sloth is her thing. She has a... 2nd of July is the last time uh, she tweeted. Bacon is the new vampire. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read the selection of uh, selection of her tweets. Katie Sinclair. If you want to follow Katie Sinclair, uh, it is uh, at Bouncer S F B O U N C E R S F. That is her thing. And let's see her tweets. Because that was pretty funny. So. Uh, let's promoted. see. On you're the 20th, you're on a the, fan? Uh, well, I thought that the, really that additional line. <laughs> I don't know why that cracked me up, but it really did. Seemed out of nowhere. Uh, is it just me, or does everything at the House of Nanking taste the same? That's her. That's a. That's a. She she posits that question on the 24th of September, and then does not tweet again until the 20th of May, nearing the point on Mad Men where I'm about to be born. Oh, heading up towards the 70s, are we? I guess is what she means by that. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, give her a follow. Her picture is a sloth, so you got that going for you. Oh, she live-tweeted The Bachelorette right up my alley. Are you she watching won't... The Bachelorette? My wife watches that show. I, my, I, I, my Kiki watches that show. I, I, uh, I cannot stand that show. Uh, it's not, uh, not fun to watch, but I am actually following it. It's bizarre. I, I just, she watches it, I don't watch it. She watches about. She watches way more stuff than me. That's I have a real like. I have she, a real. I'm like. I will turn shit off really quickly, and that show to me is just like I just don't get it. I can't. I can't suspend my disbelief. I I I go Man of Steel. I can suspend my disbelief that that's actually real. I just find it so bizarre. It's 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 such a bizarre concept conceptually. Just like the idea that like you're like these people are supposed to actually fall in love. Like I mean, I I mean, I get dating. Like sure, if you're dating someone, you can maybe date another person or two. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. But I just can't imagine everybody's dating the same person and they're all living. I just together. if I was sitting in a room with forty dudes and some chick walked in, they're like, "Let's all go for it." I'd be like, "Meh." Yeah, go ahead. And I'd be like, she, I mean, my thing would be like, I mean, even if she was pretty, I'd still be like, "Eh, I don't want to." fight yeah i don't want to try i don't want to compete it's so weird even i don't even know if it's worth the free vacations but what was funny well, is, the problem too is that like that show is just like even the people that let's say let's say it's real let's say there's okay. a real connection yeah and they get all the way to the end and they're like well let's get married or whatever it's just like their whole romantic history is is based on a life that is so completely disconnected to anything that they're going to go through yeah like yeah, it's yeah. all like helicopter rides and yeah. ski trips and all yeah. this other shit. And then they get back and it's just like, let's go to Seven Eleven and get some fucking yeah. Like it's like it's just like the idea that everyone's not like it's complete horseshit. Yeah, and that's sort of like what it's like to, I mean, to a lesser extent, but like you know when you're like when you're off the, when you're when I'm on the road and I come back home, I sort of crash into a spot of like. Ugh. Life, <laughs> life is life is real. Yeah, like I'm not like you know flying around on planes and being treated being in nice hotels. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, you know you get home and it's just like oh yeah, I gotta 
I, see, I, don't, I don't, I don't, that, that to me never like, like getting flown around and like first class plane trips and all the rest of the stuff. Like I, I still like it. I'm like, get me home. I want to be home. I've been gone for a while. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't like it. I don't like leaving. I would be the worst. It's, but mentally I crash every time I come back. Yeah, yeah. I mentally just sort of like, it sucks. I don't know why. Like I'm going to go to Comic-Con and then when I, and I'm, and I'm honest to God, if you see me at Comic-Con, I don't want to be there. No. Uh, so when you see him, make sure you yeah. go up to him. No, I'll, I'll. You don't want to be here. I'll be very friendly. <laughs> I like. I like. But you won't want to. I be do. There. No, you're honest to God. Do every time I meet someone that asks me when the new Phoebe is coming out, I kind of enjoy that. I love that. That part you like? To it. Yeah, a couple dudes in right, Austin, you know, yeah. big fans of Phoebe. Uh, I love it. So if you're a fan of Phoebe, come on, say hi. I'll you know, yeah. shake a hand, take a picture. I love it. It's great. Thank you guys for listening. But while I'm there, I gotta tell you, Comic Con's fucking. A mental case now. I haven't been. Comic Con is years. Comic Con is insane, wall to wall insane. And I am very, very while I'm there. I got a ton of stuff that I need to be doing. There's some stuff I'll be shooting. I'll be outside the. Uh, I'll be outside the convention hall shooting some stuff for State Farm, the, the insurance place. So you know, really, yeah, like some, like a commercial, yeah, like some commercial type stuff. Um, so if you you know. I might be out there with a microphone asking you about insuring insurance. your collectibles. So if you see me, come on by. Yeah, I'm talking Say about hi. insuring your uh, Yeah, we got a live podcast Saturday night, doing a show Wednesday night. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to be a hectic time. But to that to that point, I leave there Sunday night, and then I come back Monday morning, and then I fly out to Montreal Tuesday. Then I get back from Montreal on fr- on Thursday, and then I think I'm going... Uh, to New York, uh, the week after that, and then maybe South Carolina for something. Wow. Uh, where in South Carolina? I don't know. You should go to Husk. I really want to go there. Okay. It's a restaurant. All right. It's called Husk. Who, who, who's the chef? Oh, what's his name? I believe it's in South Carolina. It's one of the few, it's like one on a list of places that I really want to go to. Supposedly it's the, the bomb I just said the bomb. I totally just dropped the bomb. You're like the Gap Band over there. I am. <laughs> Husk. I think it's in um, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Um, it's in Charleston, South Carolina. Now I'm really sensitive about it being quiet because, like, somebody, somebody, I think, tweeted about Phoebe. Now, like, when you're quiet, I think something's wrong with the. What's the uh the, the audio? audio? Yeah, yeah. Sean I, Sean Brock. I level every episode. Sean Brock. Well you should shouldn't be a problem. Sean Brock Husk restaurant. Uh I really wanted to go. So if you're in South Carolina, I think you should go. Because you could have wood fired chicken wings or I don't like chicken wings. Smoky husk pastrami wraps. I'm into that. Uh that's brunch. Do you know what's open for lunch right now? Is Bloodsoe's delicious barbecue? Yeah, on La Brea. It's a little part of me right now. It's like that's where I'm gonna go. You think you're gonna go there? As I drop off Scott, <laughs> I'm gonna go back and spend time with my with my wife. It's my day with my wife. It's gonna be. A fun and day. I came here. She let me come here. That's Alex because she likes you. you. She's never met. Thank you, you. Alex. Maybe she she has. She has never met me. Uh, it's so odd. 
It is weird. I, I won't sh- let her meet. I should meet her at some point. You can meet her when we drive back right now. All right. You're gonna Matt's giving me a ride home. I'm gonna give gonna uh, Scott a ride home. We're gonna get in the Volvo and we're gonna cruise. Oh, we're oh my god, I did that last pussy night. Pussy cruise with the Volvo. I went out last night. World safest car. <laughs> it is it is the world safest <laughs> event. Which is why we can do a podcast in it, so shut up. Uh <laughs> the uh we uh last night I just went for a drive. Uh Kiki went out and then I was supposed to clear to, I had plans. Head. Well I had plans. To go out, and then uh, my buddy's wife got sick, and he had to stay home because he's got four kids or three kids, and he had to like you yeah, know, yeah. do the whole thing. Uh, so I, I, I called up Bernardo and I said, "Hey, you want to go for a uh, drive?" It's a thing I I used to do that back home all the time, like in Massachusetts when I was like twenty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, go for a just drive. drive. Yeah. So we went, and we drove down down the PCH, okay, and ended up south, south, yeah, and ended up down. Um, by Palos Verdes. Uh-huh. Okay, and then I saw I was looking at the map, which I love. It I love you can zoom in and out on the map, and I was sort of just looking at a map. I wasn't looking at street names or anything or any direction to go. And I said, "Oh, I want to go out to that, out to that outlet." So essentially, you know the, you know how L.A. and Long Beach and everything come out, jet out to the water and then come back up like that. Yeah, yeah. So we went out to like into the jet, and we found this road in Palos in Palos Verdes that was. Up on fucking crazy cliffs, uh huh. Overlooking the ocean, it was dark, so you couldn't really see it. But uh, overlooking the ocean, and it and the smells were amazing because we would go through areas and it would just smell like pine, huh? And then other areas it would smell like mint, and then other areas it would smell like uh, a wood fire. It was like it was Very just this aromatic. crazy. It was great, and it was a nice night, and uh, it was it was a little foggy, and it just sort of reminded me of my youth. And it was a lot of fun, and and the and the Volvo is, uh, you know, and you were safe the whole time. Yeah, it was great, and uh, I kind of want to do it again. It was really. Did you feel really close to Bernardo? Did anything happen? We always feel very close. We're both from the same uh, state and uh, lived in the same city, so we could talk about you know just like what it was like down at the Cape and stuff, just hanging out. It's awesome. It's the best guy. (laughs) It's like it's like when you run into a Canadian. (laughs) Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, I'm gonna go get my passport stamped again by Canada. I'm I'm going back. Um, I'm going back. I think in August. I think I'm going to Toronto. Um, for a couple of days, and then I'm just gonna try to get up to Vancouver in like October. Nice. I've never been. Get my Canada on. You never been to Vancouver? No. We're still, we still, our plan is to go up to the cabin, right? At some point. My cabin or, yeah. or, or, or a cabin. Yeah. yeah. I have, I, we can either, uh, our, mine would, to get to mine's a bigger journey, but I have a place that we can go to that's two hours from here. Mm, we got to do it. We would go by Edwards Air Force Base to get there. You know what they have there? Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. You're welcome. Really? Yeah. There's a Dunkin' Donuts on, it's the only one in California. It's in Edwards Air Force Base. You're a civilian. If you have your ID with you and your car registration, they let you on the base to go to the Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. Yep. I don't really want to go, but well, that's you. We can go. We're stopping there. We can go. All right. <laughs> We're gonna eat um, munchkins. All right then. Yeah. Uh, go see a band called Death. It's out in theaters or on iTunes and VOD. That's happening right now. Yeah. Seriously, go see it. Uh, Did you see it? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, it's really good. I oh, I got to give you the Blu-ray back. Yeah, you do. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. Yes, you do. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Watch that, and then 
then look for Matt's up many appearances in San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, look look for me down there. Say hello, and uh, that's that'll be that'll be the that'll be that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Remember we have a sign off. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. you've just been feebed. <laughs> Did we say enjoy your week? Have a burrito? Wasn't that our thing for yeah. like uh, three seconds? Yeah. Listen, get over it, everybody. Is that? <laughs> that's the are new you one. Just trying them up? Get over it, everybody. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll see you hopefully soon. Bye. Bye, Scott. Bye. Bye, Matt. <laughs> Give me your item. <laughs> ah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.